Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the benefits of a low-fat diet versus a low-carb diet and good foods that get a bad rap. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. All right, you guys. I like this song. Every every show, as you know, we pick a different song, yeah. and this is my choice. Shaka is like, this is an old song. This is a goodie. I dig it. I dig it. We're talking about, you know, it's so cold. Some of these these uh, research uh, and reports that we find, yes. cold news on these topics. Uh, you guys, if you don't know who I am, I'm Fallon Mercedes. I'm your host, and you guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com. Here with my lovely co-host Shaka. Where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Jam it out. Okay, okay. Get a little workout here. <laughs> Actually, I, I need to add this to my playlist. Good idea. Yeah, my workout good. playlist. Yeah. All right, so talking about that cold news, that yeah. sad news, um, we found, you found uh, this article that talked about that chemicals um, in your mac and cheese yeah. can be harmful. Now, that is sad news because everybody loves mac yeah, and cheese, summertime right? summertime and people are having barbecues. Mac and cheese is an important side. Of course, I have my vegan mac and cheese, so <laughs> I don't have to worry too much about it. But, um, yeah, it was a little crazy. These things called phthalates. Did I you... was going to ask you how to pronounce this because it's spelled yeah. P-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. <laughs> yeah, so the P-H, I guess, is silent, essentially. So but, phthalates. Um, yeah, exactly. So I don't know where they find these things, but you can find them in soaps and plastics and different things. Mm-hmm. But so they did a study. They got um, 30 types of cheese, and I guess 10 were boxed mac and cheese. Um, they had five sliced cheese varieties, and then like 10 natural cheese varieties. And they found that the boxed mac and cheese had four times the amount of phthalates as the the natural. And then even if if you did broke it down per serving, mm-hmm. it was two times as much. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they can cause reproductive issues in men and women. And I've yeah. seen this before too. I've you know I'm a Netflix documentary <laughs> kind of junkie, yeah. and I remember watching one documentary where a woman um, she was having infertility issues, and she kept on saying it was the plastics. Yeah, and that's what this chemical really is. Yeah. But when they package your food, they have to put it in. Some yeah. types of packaging which contains plastic. Yeah, so so it gets in there. So they're not putting this in the food; it's just mm-hmm. getting in the food through the processing and manufacturing mm-hmm. process. And, and even for if you're a mother who's got it's pregnant, it can cause um, neurodegenerative diseases in the baby. So um, it's kind of important. They're saying now that they really don't know what is the acceptable low level of phthalates that we can handle, mm-hmm. but they have banned it in a lot of um, products mm-hmm. for children. Yeah, and it, it also it's harmful for your reproductive system. For for pregnant yeah. mothers, for their children. Yeah. Um, but and in mice, it caused cancer. Yep, that's what I was going yeah. to say. This could be linked to cancer, although they only found it in mice. Yeah. They haven't found it in the human form. I would say it probably wouldn't be too far off if it's yeah. causing it in mice that it could cause it in Yeah, us like as a well. high enough level. So, you mm-hmm. know, again, they reached out to Kraft, which is um, who, like, does apparently Kraft is 76% of box macaroni yep. and cheese. Yeah, it's Kraft and Heinz yeah. products. Yeah, I had no mm-hmm. idea they, they'd own the market like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, look, Look, it contains a thousand times lower than um, what's supposed to be the, the acceptable amount. Mm-hmm. So 
the, I guess the short and long of it is we don't know exactly how harmful they are, but if you want to just avoid them altogether, yeah. at least avoid the box mac and cheese. You can find it in some of the sliced stuff too, but you know, try to go with natural cheeses or go vegan. vegan but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I find it interesting too that um, the studies showcase that uh, the UK they banned a lot of um, this type of chemical yeah. in their production centers for the food that they make over there. Yeah, and so I guess in, in general you might just want to watch out for anything that's got plastic involved, mm-hmm. but. You, you just don't know because these aren't things that are required to disclose. So you just have to be your own best warrior. And do you, for your Tupperware, do you yeah. use plastics or are you part of the new trend that's it's has the Tupperware that's made out of um, glass? Well, you know, I don't really use Tupperware. You know, mm-hmm. I make my food, I eat it. Yeah, nice and fresh. <laughs> so, yeah. so you don't meal prep? No, I don't meal prep. It's just too much work and yeah. then the food's cold and not yeah. as good as fresh, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. But I understand um, where this article is coming from because, you know, like I was saying, the Tupperware, they're trying to push people people to start yeah. using uh, glass Tupperware, yeah. or even you're seeing uh, people at the gym with the glass bottles yeah. instead of the plastic bottles. Or boxed water. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I do try to avoid plastic um, containers. Yeah, so when I buy stuff, I try to make it, it's in glass or, mm-hmm. you know, cardboard or whatever it is. Yeah, and when Dr. Shamika was on the show, she said, too, anything that you're eating, putting on your skin, anything it's going to absorb into you. So yeah. it's the same thing with our food. Yeah. You know, whatever we're putting it in, it's going to absorb into the food and then we're going to consume it as well. So yeah. it's definitely going to help me look at my kitchen a little differently yeah, when I eat especially things. Especially foods that are like high in fat. It's going to be a little mm-hmm. bit easier, yeah. Yeah, because it absorbs, um, the fat absorbs yeah, these the chemicals. chemicals. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. All right, so considering cancel out the benefits of the exercise. Now, I heard um, this saying, sitting is the new smoking which I agree, but it seems a little overdramatic. Um, But this study showcases that, you know, prolonged sitting, even if you exercise, can be harmful. Tell us more. Yeah, I mean, it can cause uh, premature death, cardiovascular disease. Uh, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Let's take take that back. That was kind of like a hard blow. Yeah, premature death, yeah. And why is that? Yeah, so cardiovascular disease, cancer, type 2 diabetes. So apparently... One of the big reasons is when you're sitting, you're you're not able to regulate your blood sugar as well because mm-hmm. your muscles do that when they're active, mm-hmm. um, and so you're you're missing out on that regulation of your insulin, and so that's why it can lead, especially to type two diabetes, which you're really at risk for. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, it's if you work out about sixty minutes a day, you can cancel out some of these effects, except for the insulin sensitivity effect, which yeah. is really important. So even if you're a warrior in the gym, you want to make sure that you're not sitting down for. Um, long periods of time. And I found this even, I know it seems interesting that I would say, but I do sit down a lot at my job. I work in a gym. However, I am a manager. So I'm not training clients all day long, even though I do train some clients. And I'm not working out all day. I'm actually working. So I feel that this is true because you know, even with my body fat percentage compared to, I just did, um, if you guys are in the area and you go to NutriShop, they oh. have, it's like an $8,000 machine where you can stand mm. on that's more than just body fat percentage. I recently did mine and it showed um, oh, my, water too, like, it shows water, yeah, yeah, muscle, yeah, fat, yeah. and um, I thought, I mean, I, my muscle was still pretty high, but it wasn't as high as I thought it would be. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, wait, I do strength training, you know, I work out every day, but I didn't calculate or take into um, account how many hours I'm sitting. Yeah, I work out for 
an hour if I'm rushing less than that. And then I'm sitting. Sometimes I have eight, nine, 10, 12 hour days. So yeah, your body is not moving and functioning. But there are some places who um, have now the stand up desk. The stand up desk, yeah. I've seen those. Or even, you know, sometimes I'll grab a stability ball. Yeah. Just so I'm working my core a little. I'll get up, move around. Um, and what were some of the other things that they suggested? Well, they said definitely if you're going to be sitting down like a typical job, get up every 30 minutes and for a few minutes walk around. So that's mm-hmm. going to really help. You know, park your car further away so you, you walk a little uh, bit further. Nobody yeah. wants to walk far. They, they even suggested the treadmill, the treadmill yeah. desk, which yeah, I think is going a little. I'm not going to be walking yeah. all day as I'm working. That's funny. <laughs> I have one woman who comes into my gym every single day. She's a college professor. Yeah. She has her um, her working clothes on, so yeah. she's not in gym clothes. She has like a nice pair of pants and a blouse, and yeah. she is on that treadmill walking on an incline doing her uh, her homework or prepping for yeah. the kids for their homework for the next oh, day. So, that, so that's where she decides to work. That's good though. That's good. And I yeah. asked her one day, I'm like, what are you doing? She was like, I have so much work. Yeah. And I figured, you know, I don't want to sit down. And the entire time, I'll yeah. get burn some calories while I get it done. I'm she like, read this you, article. You, you go, girl. <laughs> yes, she must have read this article. Uh, another thing in this article that I found interesting was um, the prolonged sitting down can also affect... Food cravings. Oh, yeah. Causing course. us to eat more and gain more. Yeah. And I mean, I've worked an office job and I've seen people just eat and gain and eat and gain. But and I didn't know gain. that was the sitting down that's... Well, I, I felt it was just the boredom of like, Maybe, you know, yeah. sitting somewhere. But yeah, I guess the sitting down just kind of makes you want to eat more. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to keep those uh, yeah. those foods away from my desk. Okay. Um, let's talk about this. In less than 10 minutes, uh, you can get a good exerciser. Yeah. What do you think of this? You know, I, I thought it was good and I, I like that we have to put it into perspective because so I guess they recommend and now we have to up the recommendation but it's typically recommended to get about 2 hours and 30 minutes of moderate exercise a week which is about 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. but if you want to blunt the sitting down if you're sitting down all day you need 60. But, uh, <laughs> so if you, if you have a seated job go for 60 but if you're pretty active 30 minutes a day is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they're saying is you can get the same benefits in a seven-minute workout, even like a 10- or seven-minute workout, but that's going to be really, really intense, and that's not something that you should do if you don't have a real background in fitness quite yet. Yeah. So I think a lot of us, we hear these things, and you know, if we're not super fit, we're like, oh, I want the seven-minute workout, but now you're going to be um, leading to injury and risking your, you know, your body. Yeah, so. and I see this all the time, too, with people on their phone. They're trying the new app that they got from their you know favorite Instagram yeah. fitness model yeah. and they're doing things where their form is so off yeah. and they're going at a high intensity and it's really like you said it's um, an injury waiting to happen yeah. so yeah you want to make sure that you know what you're doing and if you don't that's why you hire a trainer yeah so yeah you just got to start out ease into it don't try to go from A to Z too quickly but when you do get close then you can do a 10 minute workout that might be intense that you can get your workout Mm -hmm. yeah and I I think too once you've had experience you know good form you know what your body's capable of um, you can burn a good sweat and I mean I do it in the morning sometimes I have a short amount of time for my cardio and you you hit those intervals and you're what do you, what do you do for your like do you have like a quick you know, quick workout you try to do when you go to work? You know, if I don't have access to the gym um, or if I get to the gym and everybody's on the cardio machines, 
I honestly will just do the basics and be drenched. I'll do 20 push-ups, um, not modified push-ups, 20 real push-ups. I'll do 20 full sit-ups. I'll do a minute plank. I'll do 20 burpees, 20 jump squats, and I'll do that three rounds, and I'm sweating. Nice. Yeah, I do the same. I do the burpees, um, I, but I, I just do it till I can't do them. Yeah, so oh, I'll, okay. I'll do the burpees, and I'll do a bunch of kettlebell swings if yeah. I can't do them. And I do a little push-up, and then I take my my right knee to my right elbow and I'll take my right knee to my left elbow. Yeah. Um, so just kind of work the obliques, work yeah. the core and that's sort of like my money, quick, 10 minute, gotta get it done. And it's crazy because you will feel it everywhere. Yeah. Your butt, your legs, your yeah. core, you know, your heart. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. And you feel do this as if you had. Often. Yeah, you almost feel like you have worked out an yeah. hour. You gotta cool down like for a long time because my, like, my body heat's so high. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys out there, do you have a quick um, 10 minute workout that you like to do? Please tell us what it is, what does it entail, of um, we'd like to know and just share it with us so you guys can find us um, on our social media at Fit Club Fit Club VHL yeah. or individually hit us up or even on Twitter yeah alright let's see um, low carb versus low fat the so, age old question yeah right? a lot yeah. of people you know they'll say hey I want to lose weight I'm going to try a diet usually they'll turn to two um, or one or the other low carb or low fat or both but does this really help yeah it's so funny because like I'm such a low carb mentality person now I am but, too but like I was thinking as I was reading this article I remember like low fat was a big thing back mm-hmm. in the day right um, but they did study it really doesn't matter <laughs> nope. low carb versus low fat <laughs> what it does matter is what you're replacing um, what you're replacing what you're missing with mm-hmm. so a lot of people will decrease the carbs but they'll find stuff that's fatty but unhealthy yeah. um, and vice versa yeah even with you know a lot of people do the low fat yogurt the low fat milk but in those things, they have to up the sugar to make it yeah. taste better. Yeah. So you're taking out one, but you're adding in something worse. Exactly. So, you know, I tell people all the time, just get the regular. If you're going to have, you know, your yogurt, yeah. get the Greek, but don't do the low fat. Yeah, especially if you're going to do what most people do. Yeah. Um, and so they, they had a very interesting group where they kind of gave them a, a certain amount of carbohydrates, a certain amount of fat, and they said... Up this as you need to until you feel that it's like a, a natural way for you to be living low carb mm-hmm. and low fat. This was all about can you do this beyond this this study? Because when I preach to people, I say you can't go on a diet for a couple of weeks. It's got to be a diet for your yeah, life. You have That's to be what you're looking for. It. Mm-hmm. And so they found the low carb diet was that people can maintain beyond was 30% carbs and 45% fat. And the low-fat diet was 29% fat and 48% carbs. Which so I, I think it's pretty good because yeah. when you're, you know, typically you're trying to lose weight. I mean, I like to put people on, um, what is it, the 40-20-20. Yeah. Um, so it's not too yeah. off when it comes to your macros, which is good. Yeah, so it's about the same. and. You, you lose the same weight. So really mm-hmm. it's going to be what depend, like what works for you in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think um, what I liked about the study too, it's, it's important too to change your relationship that you have with food. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, you know, um, before I myself even used to be a trainer, I would say count your calories. Yeah. Now that I've evolved as a trainer, that I, you know, put into practice things on my own body, I've learned it's not necessarily, you know, um, how many calories 
you know, you should take out. It's the quality of the food that you're eating and your relationship with the food. Why are you eating? Is it because you're bored, like you said, at work? Is it because you're stressed out? Is it because, you know, that's just uh, an emotional bad habit that you have? Yeah, and I, I love this one because they found that participants just naturally ate 500 calories fewer. So they, they were just paying attention and just eating right, and they just mm-hmm. naturally ate 500 calories fewer. And I think that's why it's so important, too. Um, if you are struggling with food addiction or just food in general, um, if you're working out all the time but it's the food, the nutrition aspect that you're struggling the most with, you should be doing a food journal. I think my fitness pal is great, but I would even go a step further and write it down. There's something that, you know, when you're writing it down, you have to mentally think about it. You become more aware. Yeah, and they also say taking pictures is good as well. Mm -hmm. And the people that, they've done some studies that you take a picture of your food, you just tend to eat better. Yes. Because, you know, you can see it. (laughs) So, yeah. And posting it. Yeah, and now now you post it. Then you're really making yourself (laughs) make better choices. Uh, okay, um, number five, uh, some foods that have a bad rap that are actually good for you. Yeah, I was surprised by a few of these, actually. You know what? I was, too, um, but I think it's something that we do need to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the first one, uh, carrots. A lot of people, and even um, when I recently got a nutrition plan um, from NutriShop, one of the things that they say do not eat on their nutrition plan it's carrots. Really? And I asked the lady, I said, why is that? And she said, because of the sugar. <laughs> and when you compare it to the glycemic index, yeah. um, which is an index that shows you how much sugar um, foods have. So it's even healthy foods. Yeah. They'll be on there. And carrots landed at 11. So um, the GI scale goes from 1 to 20. And carrots landed at 11, yeah. which isn't that high. Yeah, it's low to medium. And I would rather you eat that than have something that's processed because your body can naturally break it down. Yeah, and carrots have plenty of fiber and um, just really good really good vitamins and minerals as well. Mm-hmm. So. I had um, a chef cook for me once. I swore up and down that it was sweet potatoes. I almost <laughs> went into the kitchen and asked to look. Oh. But he cut up carrots. Yeah. And he just baked them, but he cut them up in the in a way that it looked like sweet potato fries. Yeah, yeah. And he baked them, and they were so sweet and so juicy. But that was, um, you know, that was the sugar content, the natural sugar the coming natural out. Sugar, exactly. And I asked him, I was like, "Did you add brown sugar to this or anything?" Yeah. He was like, "Nope, it's just." And then he added a little sea salt on it, and it was like heaven. So, so are, are carrots back in? Carrots are back in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number two, bananas. Um, This is another one that gets a bad rep for having a lot of sugar. But again, it falls at the same place that carrots do on the GI scale. Yeah, and and, I mean, I hadn't heard about carrots, so I always thought carrots were safe. But bananas, I've been like, oh, kind of stay away from. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I thought the more ripe they are, the more Mm -hmm. sugar content they're going to have. I've heard that. Um, And I never, like, looked into it. Mm -hmm. So this was great to know that bananas are good. I like to have them in my smoothies. Yeah. yeah. Well, the trick is if you still are concerned um, and even again when I went to get my nutrition um, uh, counseling from NutriShop they said okay if you're going to have the carrots and you're going to have the bananas or any type of fruit you want to eat it after you work out Yeah, you know you don't if you're worried about sugar content, you want to make sure that when you eat it, your body is going to use it as fuel and not yeah. store it as fat. Yeah, I mean, for me, I went on, like, a, I want to say it was like a seven or ten day fruit smoothie diet, mm-hmm. just like before I was vegan, just trying to figure out how to maintain that, like, competition shape. 
And I like got in some of the best shape of my life. Yeah. Like I was just, and because I wasn't having anything bad during the day, mm -hmm. it was like that protein shake with a little protein and a bunch of fruit, and I had maybe four of those a day, and I was in great shape. So I, it made me think, though, fruit is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, for and I think it's what you pair it with. Yeah. You know, when you're having tons of fruit with, you know, processed foods and yeah. bad things, that's when it becomes more of an issue. But if you're having an all-around clean diet, yeah. And it's natural at the end of the day. And your portion control. Yes, so. portion control is huge. Yeah. Uh, all right, number three, grapes. Uh, yeah, same same thing. Same We're story. Saying, yeah, <laughs> they're not as much sugar as people think they are. And 16 grapes are only 55 calories, which yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, and so, if you yeah. put the grapes, especially the green ones, in the freezer. <laughs> so good. It's like popsicles. <laughs> so you good. can just eat, you know, eat, yeah. and it's just heaven for you. And we know that they have resveratrol, which is mm -hmm. um, like one of those anti-aging miracles for our cells. So. Mm -hmm. um, number four, nuts and butters. Yeah. Again, we're so concerned about fat content, fat mm -hmm. content, but they have, they've got good protein content as well. Mm -hmm. But you do have to watch out because for two tablespoons, you get 160 calories. Yeah. Well, I think too, the nut butters or, you know, your peanut butter, your almond butter, all that stuff, you want to look for the salt um, and the sugar content. I think that's what makes it worse yeah. because, you know, it is natural, but when it's processed and it has a bunch of additives in it, that's when it becomes unhealthy for you. Yeah, so you want to make sure that you're using like a natural brand or maybe even making it yourself. Yourself, or, that's or, what yeah. I was going to say, cashew butter yeah, or exactly. something Just like that. Yeah, put it in the blender and boom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and number five, starchy veggies such as sweet potatoes, corn, peas, and beans. Yeah, like we, we've always kind of gone with sweet potatoes are the only one you can have, right? Mm -hmm. But potatoes are just as fine, yeah. corn are just as fine, and that starch, they, they act slowly, so it's like slow digesting um, fiber, so it's mm -hmm. really great for you. Yeah, and um, an endocrinologist uh, told me that if you want to eat um, something that has a lot of starch in it, a lot of carbs, you want to pair it with a protein, and that's going to slow um, your glucose level from spiking high so it's going to slow down your sugar level from spiking high yeah. so maybe you know um i don't know and, e and even these are, they won't they won't spike it too high at all mm -hmm. so so it's sort of like yeah you could pair that with i guess you know a fish or something like mm -hmm. that yeah, yeah that would help all right you guys that's it right yeah that's it quick show yeah, yeah. that was good Knock very informative yeah. um if there's anything out there that you guys want us to research and dive into and talk about on the show please let us know we love hearing from you and we love you even more when you give us five stars yeah. on our itunes app and um you know you give us the thum thumbs up on youtube um you guys can find me online same place all the time, <laughs> uh, fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon on social media. Shaka, where can they find you? Shaka Strong, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Take care. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire VHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.